Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Kong Zhu, who hails from the city of Qingdao, China, renowned for its history and the world-famous Tsingtao beer. Her journey led her to the United States as a graduate student, where she earned her master's degree in educational psychology, sparking her passion for guiding individuals towards discovering their inner selves. Her career started as an elementary school teacher. She then pursued a master's in business, worked in the corporate arena, and then she took a detour to kindle a purpose-driven calling, where she obtained an International Coaching Federation certification. She is now a business owner and is focused on helping others find their inner selves. I am thrilled to talk to you today, Kong. So let's jump right into this and welcome. Hey, Summer. Thank you so much for the introduction. It's my pleasure to be here and talking with you. I am so excited to be here. Before we delve into your professional journey, can you describe your life in one word to this point? Wow. Actually, the first word coming to my mind is authentic. Tell us more. I think based on my journey, as you just mentioned, that I came to U.S. for my graduate school and uh, started uh, follow my heart at that time, started the educational psychology and work as a teacher in the elementary school. I want, would like to be authentic to my student, to the job that I'm doing, and also make it align to my heart. I love that. So let's talk a bit about your past, your upbringing, and the journey that led you here to where you are now in the United States. Also go back to the word of authentic. As I mentioned, I came for educational psychology and being a teacher. After work in the teacher field, like a couple of years, I feel, mm, I like it, but I want some adult conversation. Want to be authentic to myself. But at that time, what I'm going to do, I'm not very sure. So I search the external validation because I'm a good student, follow the Chinese way of people like have a standard for you. People all have expectations to you, but what I can do later on if I translate my major from education to something else. So I talk with lots of friends and follow the career paths for the people that I think they are very succeed. So people are telling me, oh, it will be easier to balance the family and the life if you go to the business school. Okay. So I follow all their suggestions to go back to business school of University of Maryland and get another degree, master degree of finance and accounting. And after that, also, what are we going to do after the career path as a master degree in business? We're going to national firms and the local firms and the corporate. So that will have a very clear career path to go there. After working there for several years, I 
also go back to the authentic, I started to question myself, what is the, other than the paycheck, what do I really want for this? Like, what's my purpose? I don't know. I have no idea. Ask around the people telling me life is life. It's just this way. <laughs> okay, but I know there is something is not aligned with me. So until there is one day my friends recommend me to a life coach, I started to have a conversation with her and started no coaching and also with my coaching journey. So that makes me feel I'm more close to my heart, able to be, be authentic to myself, the action and the heart able to align to search for my inner self. I love that you went back to the word authentic and how you integrated that into your process and your journey for finding out and developing what aligned with your spirit. But I am going to take us back, Kong. I do want to go back to a bit about where you grew up, what that was like for you. And the reason I want to do that is because I think as we grow up and that foundation is set for us in regards to what we've learned from our parents, our clergy, those people around us, it helps set the foundation for our values, what drives us. Let's go back to where you grew up and what that was like for you, and what brought you to the States? Thanks for asking this. That's a very good question, Summer. I grew up in the uh, northern part of China. It's a city called Qingdao, and it is famous of Qingdao beer. It is a very beautiful city near the beach. During the time when I grew up, I think I'm like one of the like lots of other Chinese people who are also in the U.S., is we are pretty standardized. We have lots of standardized tests. We need to go to school, be a good student, finish the exam, and get a good degree, get, uh, get a good score, and then go to college, and then find a job, no matter whether you like it or not, that some succeed. Your parents think you will succeed, or your relatives or other people think you will succeed. But if we ask, if anyone ask you, what do you really want? Maybe not that many, or maybe that not that important at that time. So we all have one goal, just study, study, study. Even though the family, I can feel the love of the family, but no, without the judgment, that's how they grew up. That's how they believe at that time. So searching for the inner self, it's pretty new to me. We are more value doing rather than being. So if you want to feel you are valuable, you'd better be productive, do lots of things rather than the value that I get from coaching. You are valuable because you are a human being. Yeah. A lot of us forget because of that conditioning. If you're not doing, that's not good enough you need to be doing to be of value. I think there's a lot of cultures that feel that way, but I think the tide is turning a bit because we realize that what I like to call your PPI, your passion, purpose, and impact. If you're not living in alignment with that PPI or that passion, purpose, and impact, a lot of times people get lost. There's a lack of longevity 
in what we do for a profession because we're not in alignment with it. And then a lot of people too are taught or conditioned to have certain values or to hold on to certain values. But what happens when they're actually not living in alignment with those values? Again, that might not be their journey. So as a coach, as someone who helps people find their inner self, what are some of those first steps to either breaking down that conditioning, helping them understand their passion, their purpose, their impact, because we all come from different backgrounds and maybe the cultural influence is so strong that it's hard to break down that conditioning. So how did you do it? How did you work through that? Thank you, Summer, for this question. Actually, I have uh, some clients do experience this journey. For example, with our clients, we all have self-confidentiality. I won't share much about the details. But for the journey, normally, the first step we will share with the client, the building the trust, have the relationship, creating the psychological safety to create and holding the space for them within a not attached, no judgment environment to let them able and willing, more vulnerable to share what they may not able to share in other situations. Especially for like connect to the self and finding their wise. As we talked before, it's more like doing, 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 doing. They barely have chance really to sit and thinking about the root why they behave like this. So lots of time we're focused on the behavior, not the root, the deep root under it. And as a human being, we always have the limited belief as they already in their comfort zone. So it is very hard to take them out of it. But in their comfort zone, it doesn't mean it is comfort. It is just predictable. We create the relationship with the client by listening, by curiosity, by keep the silence, to holding it, create the space, and deeply trust the client has all the answer they need. Sometimes they just don't want to face it, just need a space, really sit with themselves to be aware of it. Create the awareness is the first step. And lots of times the awareness also can be created by visualization, by thinking about what is the ideal situation they are in. With the awareness, and it takes a long time, become doing. Sometimes call to action at the end is very important. Even the lowest hanging fruit can shift the whole pattern of the things. After doing for a long time, then gradually it becomes the habit of being. And then that's about the time the human being started to change. I appreciate so much of what you're saying here. The first and second and third steps that you're taking your clients through. And it is establishing that safe space 
and that trust and those relationships. And I think there's a lot of theorists, especially in the realm of psychology, that do exactly that. That is part and a good portion of the therapeutic relationship. And so as a coach, I see you integrating this into your relationships with your clients as well, is creating that vulnerability, that safe space, having them sit in that quiet space to help not just create the safe space, but the relationship and also the awareness about their own, as you said, behavior. I think it's a great starting point because once you get so deep then you're really doing therapy. It's it's passing that line between coaching and therapy. And I think, yes, we have to hit on that. And yes, human beings are going to disclose certain things in any given situation, whether it be coaching, counseling, in your schoolroom that you were yeah. teaching, they're going to disclose certain things because they trust you. Yes. And so you are creating an environment of trust. And as you do that, more will be revealed to them and to you as a coach. And at that point, as you said, they have all the answers. It's just unveiling those answers and they will get there. And it sounds like you have a great path and journey to help them really discover that about themselves. As you look back on your past and you look at your own journey of being an elementary school teacher and even before Like you talking about the path that your family took you through of being tested, making sure you had a job, you can still feel that love. But as you moved from your home to the United States, was it somewhat of a culture shock to see people actually connecting with their inner selves? understanding who they are versus like, hey, you need to be doing. It's not about connecting. (laughs) How did you open up to that and say, you know what? This is in alignment with who I am. This is in alignment with my spirit. I want to go beyond just doing. Exactly. A lot, actually. A lot. Because based on the, the background and even like the generation gap, Sometimes, like when I see see my mom or the elder people, they are in the format of doing, 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 doing to show them value. And I also have my my daughter. I feel I'm like the sandwich in between. I want to break the generation wand of doing, doing, doing. I want to value the being and uh, to share share with my daughter also know what do you really want or my mom will say she's just so young how could she know what she really wants? that parents is responsible responsible for guide her or doing her so i'm sometimes like i cannot feel that but i may behavior like my mom some some way like my mom how they treat me when i was young Especially when you mentioned I took this journey, this detour, like went to educational psychology as a master's degree and then business school. When I started my business school and starting from the, the accounting firm, I'm older than a lot of my peers because I transferred my major. I feel I'm very behind because I need to really work really hard to climb the corporate ladder to approve my value. Yeah. But until when I started to have my own business and being a coach and looking back, 
for all the journeys that I experienced, I realized in order to fully love yourself, you cannot hate the experience that created you. So my education background and the business background, it created me. It created me perfectly for knowing the client in the business world, also in the psychological part to understand them. And I really think these two master degree can be such a perfect combination for my career path right now. So every steps it created us, there are meaningful things in it we can learn. Every step it comes to create us as unique ourselves. I fully agree with you 100% because we pull from all that history and that wisdom and that experience and apply that to our next steps in our journey. And so, as you said, that coalescing of knowing the human spirit and the human development and the human psyche with strategy and business and the blending of that together, it is such a interesting creative match because at that point you're really using both sides of your brain you're yeah. using that creative creativity and that strategy and that more linear aspects of a business and yet you also understand the human aspect the spirit aspect of this too i love so much about your journey we've covered a lot of ground here we've covered from where you grew up what that looked like for you how that felt for you and how that might have not been in alignment with what your future goal was, but all that experience, all that education, all those different life experiences brought you to where you are now. And that is so incredible. My next to last question is, as you went through this journey, and because you were raised in a way that it's important to be a doer, where do you go because you deviated from that quite a bit. Not that you're not a doer, but that you also deviated from like knowing your inner self, what's important about that inner self, your being, and that being having innate value. When you needed support because you were taking such a shift in your journey, where did you go for that support? Because maybe your parents wouldn't understand because they're like, what are you doing? You've got this great job in, in business in corporate, now what are you doing? We don't understand this. Where did you go to get the support you needed? I think for the support I need is definitely also from the coaching and from the inner self to get the support. Also from like as a doer, when I even when I was in coaching, I know it works. It transformed. I quit my corporate job and I started my own business. But I don't know why it works until I joined a program. It's called Positive Intelligence. It started to explain from the neuroscience perspective. And as a doer, it's very easy and applicable. It shared with us a concept. It's everyone as a human being. Everything comes to your mind is started by default. It's negative. It comes to your brain, go with negative. And after doing lots of exercise, it's similar like when we doing the when we go to the gym, build our muscles. Also, our mental muscles need lots of exercise, so we can have a pause 
when the negative feelings coming in, we can pause a moment and to retreat to the to a place called stage. Our sabotage mode have our judgment, victim, people pleaser, hyperachiever, and all those things. It's trying to control us, become our identity. But actually, we are not. We have a choice to choosing from exploring, curiosity, navigation, and it's more powerful. So back to your question, where do I get support? I also do my PQ, it's called PQ reps or mini session, similar like mini session or meditation. Because I'm a doer, what is applicable, easy, it just take a couple of minutes every day. So it can help me to really build the baseline of myself to make the day was not easily to be hijacked as before. I love your personal growth and what you've done along your journey, both internally and externally to really grab and hold on to that inner self, knowing that you needed to take some shifts along your journey to really be in alignment with your passion and your purpose and the impact that you want to make in community. My last question is, as we come to the close of this interview, if you were to leave the listeners with one tip to create a path they love, what would it be? I would like to share with the people that the concept is happy. What's your definition about happy? Lots of time, our happiness is based on I will be happy when I will be happy when I have lots of money. I will be happy when I can go to a vacation. It is conditional happy. So for the happiness, it could be unconditional. It doesn't have has to be like in the future. It can be present. Being present needs lots of awareness. Self-awareness is a key for all the behaviors change. Thank you, Kong, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you, Summer. You can follow Kong Zhu on LinkedIn and at cxucoaching.com. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love, and Money Collective, a Core Women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.